Chapter 1 Tuesday, 2.30 p.m. Amy The two men were already inside Amy's house when she got home. Maybe the strange car in her driveway should have alerted her, but she had dismissed it as belonging to one of the neighbor's kids. The family to her right had three teenage sons, five cars in the household, and lots of company. Once or twice they had blocked her in completely, and she had to maneuver over her front lawn to get out. For a brief moment, she missed her ex-husband. He should be here now to have a little chat with the neighbors. He was in Texas, learning the two-step, or whatever it was they do down there, with his next victim. Now she had to do every damn thing by herself. Parking right smack in her driveway was a bit much. Amy glared at the neighbor's house as she pulled up and squeezed her van between the car and the hedges. She didn't have the strength to go over there today and have a confrontation. Disgusted with the whole situation, she promised herself she'd mention it to the mom the very next time she saw her outside. The very next time. Or maybe she could just leave a note on the car window. How lame is that, she muttered, pushing her blonde hair behind her ears. She reached into the cargo area and wrestled with her heavy steno machine. Her three boys raced up the sidewalk and in through the front door. They noisily dumped their backpacks in the dining room and ran, laughing and shrieking and punching each other, into their bedrooms at the east end of the house. While Amy was bent over, head in the refrigerator, rummaging around for the kids' snacks, she became aware that something wasn't quite right. An odd noise came from the back of the house, like a drawer slamming, then a hint of male voices. "'Did I leave the radio on in my office?' she whispered to herself, frowning, knowing she hadn't. One of her dogs was barking. In fact, she realized he had been barking ever since she walked in the front door. She straightened up and stood still, straining to listen over the ruckus of the dog." She stared straight ahead, concentrating, her forehead furrowed and her mouth slack. The hairs on the back of her neck prickled, a creepy sensation she didn't care for. Something was definitely wrong. She stood in the light of the refrigerator, still holding a bag of celery sticks. She looked over to the doorway where her sons had just been, unsure of what to do. The barking grew more frenzied. Now Rusty was throwing himself at the back door, his chain clanking noisily against the metal frame. She wasn't normally home at this time of day. Just after lunch, the daycare center had beeped her using a non-emergency code. When she got a break and called back, they informed her that one of her kids was running a slight fever, and would she be so kind as to remove him before he infected everyone? It was a school holiday, so all her kids were there together today. She had been scheduled to do a depot at 3 o'clock. She finished up the hearing she was on, called Sam at the court reporting agency, and told her to find someone to cover the afternoon job. Sam had her usual fit, insisting she couldn't get it covered. Amy ignored her. Sam was a screamer, always claiming to be in a crisis. After a while, it wore thin. Amy turned off her work beeper, ignored Sam's frantic messages on her cell phone, and drove straight to the daycare center. She signed them all out, no sense coming back later. The three little blonde boys, ages four, six, and seven, grabbed their backpacks and papers and rushed out, happy to be going home early. Amy lay her palm on each one's cheek and kissed their foreheads as she settled them in the back seat of the van. She hadn't felt any damn fever. So now they were all home safe and sound. Or were they? What could be making those sounds? She wondered. Maybe one of her neighbors watched an afternoon soap opera and it was up real loud. But that wouldn't make the dogs bark. She shivered. She didn't have a phone in the kitchen. Amy thought it was wasteful and lazy to have multiple phones in a house. She had one in her bedroom, and that had always worked out fine before. Right now, her bedroom seemed a mile away. She made a mental note to have two more extensions installed right away. The boys were still in their bedrooms. She could hear them talking, their voices high-pitched and loud. This noise didn't sound like a radio or a TV. 
Maybe one of the neighbor boys was in the backyard. Twice in one afternoon she longed to have her lousy husband back. The bag of celery slipped out of her hand and hit her foot, making her jump. She forgot that she'd been holding it. She closed the refrigerator door quietly. Everything was still inside the house for a few moments. She could hear herself breathing, feel her pulse pounding in her ears. Another moving sound. Then the sound of male voices again, louder this time. Unmistakable. The dog started to make a racket again. This time Amy was sure of it. Someone was inside the house. She willed her shaky legs to move. She only made it as far as the center island before she had to grab onto something to steady herself. Fear heightened her senses. She noticed everything in great detail. The shine of the brass, the crack in the counter surface, the scratches in the spatula. She was having a little trouble breathing. She felt lightheaded, but her movements were clumsy, like she was in water. She couldn't move fast, even though she was desperately trying.